justice, peace, pot. Listener discretion is advised. Here's your opener. Watch people. Because you can fake for a long time, but one day you're going to show yourself to be a phony. You know what I mean? And that's what these, you know, a lot of people are doing these days. Say it twice. Watch people. Because you can fake for a long time, but one day you're going to show yourself to be a phony. You know what I mean? And that's what these, you know, a lot of people are doing these days. Let's go. Yes. This is the pie. the justice in the peace podcast production and i started with Pac for a reason i hope this music ain't beat up your shit too much got three or four different audio sources running at the same time in calibration grandson What's up, my guy? Okay. All right. No, no opener with the with the guitar on this part. I had to choose a little something to switch it up, catch your ear. Today's date is Wednesday, August 3rd. The time now is 2.05. I like five. Johnny Five Alive, motherfuckers. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the pod before the opener and before I get into the topic, I have to, of course, give flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you until my last breath is left or death hits me first. All right. All right. Onward and upward. You already know it's a lot of shit going on. Every podcast, I can't say it's a lot of shit going on. Can I? Can I? It's, it's, uh, there's 360 something million people in America. There's always a fucking breaking story, right? Always a fucking breaking story. Depending on who it is that you vote for or what side it is that you lean to probably determines what exactly is in your vernacular or what your conversations look like as you approach the world. Or not only that, your perspective, your perspective when you actually do engage with people who disagree with your viewpoints in life. You know, and basically to make that simple for some people who think that I talk too fast, all that I'm saying is depending on who you vote for or what you believe in or who your tribe is, sometimes, you know, you don't get news from the other side. That's all I'm trying to say. That it, that, let me just keep it simple for some you know. <laughs> Let me keep it simple for some of the people who are not here um, for, for the slick talk. Just keep it fucking simple. I want to know what your podcast is about. Okay, today's podcast was, well, is, it is about Tupac. Tupac Shakur, the, the, the one of the goats. You know, goat is a funny, funny, funny term. It can be used in so many different ways, including one's achievements in what what whatever um specific art form or or athlete, athletic activity it is that they choose to um pursue during their lifespan it, it 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 can bring you to goat status and before Tupac even realized 
and I, maybe he in, internally realized that, that that he would go down the way that he did, but he didn't necessarily get to live through it the way that we would all like to get our flowers when we're alive. But since he has died, and it's been it's been over twenty years, right? I think it's over twenty years. I think shit like that. Died nineteen ninety six. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been over twenty years, right? So since he has died. And now we have this open communication thing called the Internet, you know, and people doing all of these interviews. And, and, and even though a lot of the outlaws have, um, have passed on and, 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 and unfortunately have passed on, I should say, rest in peace to all of them, um, there are still some people who are alive who could give us a little bit of insight into exactly what kind of individual Tupac really was. And, and, and some of those people uh, uh, would include Big Psych and, and, and Boss Hogg. Excuse me. Shit. Boss Hogg, Richie Rich. Yeah, Richie Rich is, is going to be uh, um, the reason why I'm doing this perspective piece. This is uh, uh, the first justice in the podcast Peace, peace, and hopefully you'll understand that as I continue on with these. Um, this is a more uh, a perspective piece, just just aimed at one thing, not too many things is going to be covered. I'll drop the Muse, the M-E-W-S, which is uh, uh, shit that I see on my feed. But anyway, like I said, the topic today is Tupac Shakur. And I'm doing that because, I'm doing this podcast because I would like to outline some of the things that it is that we know now that we possibly did not take into account in the past. And I know for a fact I did not take into account in the past a lot of the stuff that I'm about to tell you because some of it didn't necessarily happen yet and I lived through it. But not only that, the information that we have right now was not as readily as, uh, available back then as it is right now. And if it was available... You had to go, you had to jump through some hoops to get shit. And, and, and that's just, you know, something that some people don't know. There was not always fucking phones. But let me go ahead and tell you what's on my motherfucking mind. Okay, I was going through my feed and I came across an interview with, with Vlad and, um, and, and, uh, Paperwork out first, right? Running my motherfucking mouth. But uh, I came across this very interesting interview with Vlad and Richie Rich, and, and Richie Rich was was talking about just one little instance, one little incident, I should say, uh, uh, that at that interaction, uh, a historic, a historical period before Pac blew up, blew up, because Pac was already big was strictly for my niggas, but. He's about to blow up, blow up. And as it's happening, Richie Rich kind of explains in real time, you know, what was going on. And I kind of understand what was going on. And a lot of you people who have ever been to jail are going to kind of understand how it is that we got where it is that we are right now with the Tupac situation. And I'm not blaming all of this on one, just, just on one situation, and that's it. But it is a big fork in the road and something that should be acknowledged 
because there's a deeper motherfucking thing there that I think we really don't acknowledge when we look at this situation. So like I was saying, Richie Rich was doing this interview with Vlad, right? Now, he was talking about when Pac was locked up. And when Pac was locked up, you know what I'm saying? Him and Pac was in correspondence, you know, and Pac was telling him, like, nigga, uh, motherfucking uh, uh, Suge talk about I should sign the death row. You know, and Richie Rich, he like, nah. You don't, I mean, they, they already got a roster over there. You know, you should do your own shit and the whole little thing. So he sends that letter after getting all these correspondence They keep happening back and forth. You know, he said, then he gets a letter saying, that nigga coming to get me. He said, immediately, I understood what that means because when you're locked up, and this is where I'm going to take, I'm going to take it from, from there, from my per- perspective. When you're locked up, when you are locked up, and they proposition you with something that's going to get you out, you want to get the fuck out. You definitely are willing to plead guilty. You don't give a fuck about no voting for the rest of your life. The only thing that matters right then and there is you getting the fuck out of jail. And I don't give a fuck if you're black, if you're white, if you're spotted like a Dalmatian. I don't give a fuck. But the, 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 the stripping of one's freedom, it does something to the human species to where they are willing to admit to anything for a taste to get it back. And that's just a natural thing. I don't think that there is too much motherfucking argument with the pieces right now with you people who are listening to this shit right now. This is where I think the argument is probably going to be had. Now, everyone speaks about the side effects and, and, and the trauma that could be caused um, while a child is inside of the womb, right? While, while the mother is carrying the baby, everything that's going on around her is going on to that baby, right? Are we, I hope we're still in agreement with that. I hope I still got you with that. Now, there's something that cannot be disputed nor denied. When Tupac's mother was pregnant with Tupac, she was actually incarcerated and carry Tupac while incarcerated. That is definitely something that I think has something to do with the type of personality that he had. Not only that, his seeking of knowledge and 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 kind of you know poetry and shit. That's the kind. It's probably kind of the, the the shit that she was around. Plus, she was a Black Panther. All of this is going on while Tupac is in the womb. Now let's just leave Tupac right there. We're gonna leave Tupac right where right. Right where he was in the womb, right? Let's just leave Afeni Shakur and Tupac Shakur right there. Can we rewind back, (laughs) back, back, back to time to when black people couldn't sit down in certain, like there is and there is a very, very, very ignored mindset in this country when it comes to mental health and when it definitely comes to the trauma and 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 the side effects of what slavery did to people there is a reason why some people cannot be locked up for long i genuinely believe that the trauma and shit that 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 happened 
to people during slavery still has a strong uh, uh, reproductive gene that's going on in our systems right now, especially in black people. You know, they say they have white slaves. I haven't read nothing on it any, uh, uh, at all, but I'm not willing to argue about the shit. So let's let bygones be bygones. But anyway, <laughs> like I was saying, <laughs> the side effects of being in that hostile very, very uncomfortable because if we are to believe that everything that happens to the child while the child is being, while the child is basically encased, while, while the mother has the child inside of her, everything that's in her fucking surrounding is the baby's surrounding, right? So that had to mean that there was a certain amount, there, there was, and this, is, this can't be disputed, I don't think, I hope I still got you. There was a certain amount of how, how shit used to get done in Africa that was bred into the genes, and then you gotta understand, those genes change once people are abducted and then raped, violated, beaten, <laughs> witnessing all type of atrocities that were basically along, probably worse, definitely, definitely more worse than what we would consider as war crimes today. But people don't want to acknowledge that there could actually be some sort of deep fucking hurt that people have. Some sort of deep uh, genetic type of, uh, uh, I don't even know what the word is, but what I'm saying is it had to have activated something in Tupac if we want to talk about these genes traveling down um, from, 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 from our ancestors right now to us, the descendants, for her to be locked up. And her to be fearful of not only her life, but her freedom, and also be carrying a child at the same time. And I believe she was on trial and won a trial. So, I mean, there is a lot there under the circumstances to which it is Tupac came to this world. But what I want to get into is the stress and the side effects and the impulsiveness that happens when you, when, when, when all of your genes instinctively tell you that if you get old, it's a miracle. Because that is the narrative in our, in, in, in our neighborhoods and it always has been. We love to see great grandmother, right? We used to love to see where, I mean, our great grandmothers now are what? 50? <laughs> and I don't mean to fucking joke on this situation, but what I'm saying is the generational thing, it is dropped. It is dropped in our culture. It is something that we don't address about all of the motherfucking shit that it is that our parents went through. Some of that shit has bled into us. And, 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 and for, I hate to say it, uh, uh, more than less if there's some sort of addiction
problem in your family and you're not educated on these these things about your family because maybe let's say somebody died or got murdered or killed or disappeared or walked away or some shit like that. If you don't know about these things and you stumble upon something and you can't figure out why you can't kick it, it's probably because we're unwilling to sit down and have these type of open conversations that's needed in the community instead of arguing about who's the victim and who's the victor. Because at the end of the day, if you think about it, as long as we all hurt and we all victims, we all victims trying to victor each other, which can never accomplish anything as they watch us squabble and fight inside a bucket. For pure entertainment purposes, let the niggas go. It makes me wonder a lot. And it also, to me, in my mind, gives me a very, very, uh, uh, to, to lack of a better word, um, it gives me breadcrumbs to why we so easy to snap, why we so easy to go off. For the longest time, people have been oppressed, especially women. And then you put a woman into a powerful position, and she's not used to having that governance over other people. She just understands how it felt when someone was governing her. <laughs> That's the same thing. That's the same amount of power I feel that people have when they get a gun, when they get a good job, when they get a good car or something. You know, it's that, ah, you know, I could do this now. Instead of remembering exactly what it is that you come from and appreciating where it is that you are right now, it's the I'm better than you or the look at me type of thing. Because conversation doesn't work, right? That doesn't work anymore. People don't want to listen to, 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 to open podcasts about people actually trying to do things to, to heal their surroundings. They want people to get on here and get very, very messy, and, and, and I don't even like the word messy, because messy usually means that you got caught doing some shit that you shouldn't have been doing. So ain't nothing messy but you. But to get to where it is that we need to be at, we need to, we need to first acknowledge that we are not at the point to begin. We're not at the point to begin. People want to say, yeah, man, I wish they would try to do some shit. I'm going to have a, 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 one of the pieces that I will be doing hopefully this week or next week, is there is a, a, a panel where Killer Mike was on the panel and he explains exactly how it is that I feel. It's easy how we kill each other, but we ain't ready to take care of each other, not like any other race. Every other race kind of looks out for each other a little bit. <laughs> we refuse to do that because I'll be damned if I lose my position or some stupid shit like that. And that trauma goes back. It goes back to being powerless, to now becoming more powerful. Because whether or not we would like to admit it, almost every single culture mimics black culture. Everything. Everything is such in the in upside down world right now. Target and Walmart and all of these companies who wouldn't sell rap CDs at one point in time, now have rap music on their commercials. Walmart actually has a whole rap song and 
dance. <laughs> but they also preserve the right to deny certain parts of the culture. They reserve the right not to carry black-owned business products and shit like that. We need to have much more of a, conversa a conversation with each other. And I think the first conversation that it is that we should have is admitting that no matter how big or small we all are, in one way or another, in one way or another, we all need each other. We all hurting a little bit. And if you ain't hurting, I'm happy for you. But you might be lying to yourself. And I do hope you do have someone around you or some something around you that in case you do start hurting, that you have an outlet to let that hurt out instead of harming the individuals that are within your immediate vicinity. I truly do mean that. Because the longer that we hurt each other, is the longer that we can't learn from each other. That's just the way that I fucking feel. And I'm not going to get too much more into all of that, but I definitely wanted to take a note because as I was hearing Richie Rich talk about Pac, you can tell that he cared about that guy. And he kind of he kind of says, you know, when Pac, he does say when Pac got out, you know, Pac kept hitting him like, you in L.A., you in L.A., you in L.A. And every time he say no, Pac would hang up on him. And then finally he came out to L.A. and Pac was in the studio and he hit a button and California Love came on. And Richard Rich said he just stood there and he looked. And at that moment, the only thing, one of the things that he could remember was Pac saying, man, that's Dr. Dre, man. I'm on a song, Dr. Dre. And Richie Rich at that moment says, what y'all don't understand is, to y'all, he was Tupac. To me, he was a little, the little black power dude buying weed. You never know what people will grow into. You never know. You never know what, what's going on in somebody's life. You never know how they're hurting. Let's be less quick to judge each other on the things that it is that we see and be much more quicker on trying to help those who are hurt instead of trying to kick each other when we're down. And truthfully, you know, that's how I'm going to end this podcast. This is a peace podcast, a real justice and the peace podcast on one of my perspectives. Um, whenever you see peace or a, a chicken or something like that, maybe a chicken, a, a drumstick, if you see a drumstick, um, it's probably one of these podcasts. I do appreciate everybody who does listen and support the podcast. Please do like, share, rate, subscribe. Um, put it on. Put your notifications on. There will be two episodes on some days. Some days it may be three. Content is ridiculous right now. I'm cooking. Um, I'm pressure cooking over here as a. Uh, Richie Rich said in his interview, I like, I like that. He said, Tupac used to always get in there and pressure cook, you know, just pump it out, pump it out, pump it out. But um, there's another thing that I want to acknowledge. You know, uh, Richie Rich is an OG, and I just want to thank him for everything that he's done for the music industry and for the music gang. Um, he made something very, he made a statement or, or a catchphrase that he heard from one of his friends, um, Dane Fain. 
I'm gonna want to thank him for this this phrase I'm getting ready to use. The phrase that he used was original before digital. And a lot of these kids who make music, they don't understand that. You used to have to actually get in the studio with the person and make a song with them. And it didn't always go down when you wanted to make a song with some of your favorite rappers. I don't have the time, I don't have the time to get into too many details or stories, and, and really I won't. I, that's them people's stories. But what I'm saying right now, what I'm trying to get to right now, is that I was there. I grew up when it was original and now it's digital. And I'm very thankful for both formats because back in the days we used to wait for music and now you can get it anytime that you want it and also right now i have the capabilities freedom to record any one of these motherfuckers that i fucking want to so um with that being said i'm gonna just remind people one thing that you're not free ain't nobody free i show ain't free thank you for listening This is Justice, man. This is a Justice in the Peace podcast production. This is the first official. Enter peace. I thank you for listening. Peace.